You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Happy Monday, church family, and welcome to the Church Life Podcast. I'm glad you're listening today. I have a friend with me today. Today we have Bill Wedgworth, who is a friend of mine that shares ministry and deacons ministry as a Sunday school leader and disciple maker. He's helped with evangelism teams and some of our leadership committees. Bill, you've been a great ministry partner uh, at Carville for years, so thanks for that. Absolutely. Thank you. And you've been on the podcast before. You helped us with our Advent podcast, I think. I did, yes. So... We're glad to have you back today. And oddly enough, um, Bill and I were in a in another meeting earlier today. We're recording on Sunday. You hear it on Monday, and um, you know we just we had a conversation. I preached about tithing last week, and I haven't preached about tithing in years. I probably should have talked about that topic a lot more than I have lately. So I preached about tithing um, last Sunday, and we were just talking about the sermon for a minute in in one of our uh, personnel committee meetings, and you know Bill just had some positive comments that I thought, wow, that's really good. Hey, Bill, will you hang around after the meeting, and let's just share some of this on the podcast. Bill was gracious to do that, and so uh, our content today is just, we're going to be blessed as, you know, Bill and I reflect on Malachi chapter 3, where the Lord speaks to Israel through Malachi and says, test me in this and see. Okay, well, before I do that, I just want a little little bit of promotion. I told the church this morning uh, that we're finally, for the first time, I guess, we are um, open to online giving and text to give if that makes it easy for people to support the church. The reason I think that's important these days is because as younger adults who don't carry cash or checkbooks need opportunities to be able to give to the Lord's work, I've never led in such a way that we had a way for them to do it. And anyway, we felt a little convicted about that. And so we have tried to uh, make giving something that's easier for younger adults to be faithful in who don't have checkbooks and uh, don't care cash. That being the case, you can check out the website today for that. Let's switch gears. Bill, I appreciate you being with us, man. So we're going to talk about tithing a little bit today. Yes, sir, we are. All right, so when we were in our personnel committee meeting, you know, you and I were talking about how <clears throat> the Lord says through Malachi, well, test me in this. And it's the when, only time he does that. That's the only time it's I'm aware of. the only time he's ever said, test me in this. So there's something there that I think is key to understanding what tithing is. Something I appreciated was that you, you were talking about how, in your opinion, you seemed very, very distraught in a positive way, and you thought, you thought, you know, the, if people are not tithing, they're missing out. And I thought, well, that's a positive spin on tithing. Let's talk, Bill. But you had some great things to say about how, honestly, be- beginning to tithe does so much more than just, it's not really that you're funding the budget of the church. Now, no. we all know in a practical way, yes, you fund the budget of the church. But more than that, right? Tithing is so much more. Tithing is a blessing from God that we share with him. It gives us an opportunity to say thank you, to say, God, you've blessed me beyond what I could ever have anticipated, and I want to give back. While it all belongs to God, he only asked for a portion of it back. And the thing it does, it frees our heart to tell God, I am free with anything you give me. I'm not going to hold on to it. I'm going to give it away. And it shows a heart that is totally open to give freely. And that's what we're told to do, to be joyful in our giving. And God will bless us beyond measure. 
when we do that. Now, is it going to be a struggle? Absolutely, because we have become so focused on the bottom line. What is on my bill schedule for the month? If there's always going to be something there that's going to continually be a burden. Right. And God said, I don't want you to be under a burden. I want you to be free of all that. So the first thing we should do is tithe. And then we look at, okay, what are our obligations? The tithing frees us up to say, that was never mine. That was never intended to be mine. It was always intended to be to God. And then the bills that I have accumulated are what I'm responsible for. And then anything after that is a gift. And that's the way we should look at our finances. It should be in that priority that the first fruits go to God. We take care of our obligations, and then we freely use the gifts that remain to bless others. I, I, like, I like thinking about the effect of tithing on, on the heart. You know, it, that, okay, I think most of us would love to be less attached to the burdens of the world, like less obligated, I guess, uh, less consumed with the things that we need to have. We'd love to see a, we'd love to see a, a decrease in covetousness or greed or materialism. I think all of us would raise our hand and say, yes, I would love to be free from that. And I guess it's neat to me to think about how uh, tithing can help not just teach generosity, not just break the chains of covetousness, not just make us test our commitment to you know our God or to the God money, but but even help us recognize, man, everything we have, it's God's. Absolutely, it also is a blessing that we are we're giving a blessing that God says, I want you to participate in this this thing that we call money. And it, we're called not to worship money. We're not to hoard money. We're not to uh, uh, have it be the control of our life, but we're to be the control over it. And when we tithe, it frees us up. It allows God to bless us in a way that we've never seen before. And one of the things that we had to learn, Martha and I, early in our marriage, was that we had to learn to prioritize money because it immediately consumes us. When you're coming out of college and you're getting your job, your first job, and you're having to, to set up a finance within a home for the first time with two people coming together. We had to learn that we had to control our money or it would control us. And that's a hard thing to do. And, and we're not always taught how to do that. And we weren't. And we had uh, college debt we had to take care of and all that kind of stuff. But we chose to learn financially through the Bible, through Bible principles, how to control our money. And the first thing we had to learn to do was to tithe. It was the, absolutely the first thing we had to learn to do because we had not been taught it. And a lot, of, a lot of young couples are not taught the importance of tithing and how it frees you up. When we, when we switched our life around and made tithing a priority, it freed us up in ways we, we never knew. It allowed us to be a minister to other people through our finances. It allowed us to control our finances better. And when and through all the, the different circumstances in our life, from job changes to Martha not working to Martha working to Martha staying home, all of that allowed us to control our finances because we put the priority uh, where God said it needed to be. So the first step in you guys really taking control of your, your finances, instead of letting your finances control you was when you looked up as a married couple and said, we've got to start tithing. And in order to do that, we've got to get our house in order. We have to have a budget. Yeah. We had to learn that. It was just something we had to do. 
uh, I know that we're getting financial peace. Right, and I was, that's what I was looking for in my phone. I was trying to give an accurate start date, and so March 25th, Bill. So, Absolutely. So starting March 25th, we're launching our next round of financial peace. Dave Ramsey, uh, it's Dave Ramsey curriculum, you know, that'll be, that'll be led by local leadership at Carterville, some folks who've been through that program and love it. And I mean, the principles that I hear him teach are really, you've got, you've got to control your money. You've got to become free of, and, and a, and a part of that being a good steward is, uh, he always says, you know, live like nobody else so that one day you can live like nobody else. But part of the financial freedom for him, I, it is that he prioritizes giving to the Lord's kingdom, you know, generosity. And the uh, other opportunity that allowed us to do was that it, it showed us that God can do amazing things with um, with a, an open and generous heart. And uh, we had uh, we had I mean one time we had Mark's birthday was coming up and we had no money. We absolutely had no extra money to take care of that party. We needed twenty five dollars for a cake. All right. And a check shows up in the mail from someone. And it, it, it had to be three days ago before they even knew there was a need there. Right. The $25 shows up. So we could go buy a cake and some ice cream and, and party stuff. Yeah. And, and God knew the need. God took care of it. He used someone who had the finances to take care of it and to do it. That's Amazing. awesome. You know, you hear those kind of stories, but you, all, you always think there's somebody else's. And to sit here with you and listen to you tell exactly the story, you know, man, I appreciate that. Uh, it's a sad thing to me, like as a pastor, to think about my own life or our church, anybody in our church family who is in such an obligation to their finances right now that honestly we might be controlled by the demands of the financial situation we put ourselves in. Yeah. And... Man, I would love to see us free from that. And I know that tithing is not the only solution, but beginning to take control of our beginning to take control of our money is and putting God in the center of that, to me I think tithing is a first step in that right direction. But I would love to see us set free from slavery, really, to the almighty dollar and living, to living, living beyond our means. That's right. And, and and we all fall into that trap. We all want to be we want to do better than what our parents did, but that's not even very practical anymore. We need to live in the means that God has set for us. And he, and and we need to understand that we're not all going to be able to drive the best cars, live in the best houses, and have uh, you know the best coffees every day right. when we want to. We have to prioritize what is important in our life. And, That's a good word. And finances are going to be, um, they control so much part of our lives, our finances, um, how we deal with other people, how we deal with our job, how we deal with our, our wife, our parent, our children. Finances affect all those parts of our lives, and it's important that we understand that um, our relationships inside the church, outside the church, inside our family, outside the family are all going to be dictated by the way we look at our finances. So, uh, and I know Dave Ramsey will do a much better job than I will. So <laughs> March 25th, get in the class. But I just want to sort of speak pastorally to our church family. You know, if you look up and you are in slavery right now, you're saying, Ben, I wish I could tithe to the Lord. I wish that I could use my finances for kingdom purposes. I'm guilty. You know what? I'm in a spot where all of our money is going towards just us. And I want to change that, but I can't because I'm in debt and I'm overwhelmed. Start small. That's right. Just make the first step. Say, I'm going to give every Sunday. Even if it's a dollar, I'm going to give something. And then watch what God can do with that. 
Well, and I would love to see, you know, over a month, two months, two years, ten years, you know, people in our church having stories, testimonies of just becoming financially free, you know, of, and, and who knows, for, for somebody, maybe it'll be this podcast that the Lord uses to trigger that they need to have a conversation today as a family and say, hey, listen, we are in slavery to our debt. Let's let's fix this and become generous givers to the Lord and to his kingdom and to his purposes. And uh, so hard steps, yes. But you know what? When we follow Jesus, we would let Jesus lead us into other hard steps in our life. So why don't we become very protective or defensive if we believe that the next hard step he's leading us through is to take charge of our finances and our money? Knowing that it might mean we have to cancel some subscriptions or we might have to step down on some of the things that we've been enjoying. Um, maybe we have to get a smaller house or an older car or maybe it affects a, you know, our fashion or our vacations. But like maybe we do have to dial it back some, and we know that's going to be hard, but it just encourages the church family with this. Like, this is just one area of life, and you allow Jesus to lead you in all the other ones. Let's let's allow Him to lead us into generosity. And so, if you find yourself, church family, in an uncomfortable spot right now where you recognize that you are in slavery to your debt, a um, couple of steps for you. Bill's got great advice. Start small and start today. Have the conversations that you know you need to have and start taking some actions. March 25th, Dave Ramsey will do a great job walking through with church families um, how to begin to organize their ha- their households. For- it's a great program. The one thing that they talk about is how to how to pay down debt, Yeah. how to um, <clears throat> prioritize, how to set up a budget. Right, but right. You have to have a budget or you're going nowhere. Sure. And but but the most important thing that he answers is a question that we all do. Well, do I still tithe if I'm if I'm, if I'm in debt? Yeah. And that's a hard question to answer. Yeah. Because where is the priority in your life? If your debt's going to pay for luxurious items, then you need to reprioritize what you're paying for. Yeah. So, um, but I. I can always promise someone that if you tithe, God will bless that. And he says so in Malachi 3. Test me in this. This is the only place. Bill, thanks a lot. I've enjoyed your company uh, this evening, and I hope the church is blessed by it tomorrow. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill.